Welcome back to the Arise podcast. This is season two. We recorded season one during lockdown 1.0. This is now lockdown 2.0 in Northern Ireland and we are recording season two. So we wanted to kick off season two with a short episode about how the dream came true um, over the last few months and it's been an incredible few months um, but it's also been a very big few months for us Amy, isn't it? Has me, yes. And the dream has came true. It has, yep. So what's the dream, Amy? Some of us, some people tuning in might not know what the dream is or might not know where we've came from. So the dream was to open our own gym um, and as Gemma says the dream has come true. Uh, but kind of how it all started, uh, we ended up being able to work in the same gym. We never knew each other before, but uh, worked in the same gym, got to know each other after a bit of time. Gemma still had it all together, is what I thought <laughs> at that point. Um, got to know each other, became friends, did a few team teaches together, killed ourselves and a few gym workouts. Don't know why we're still friends, like, but we no, are. No, we're still somehow still friends, yeah. <laughs> each other to the max. Um, yeah, so it came about from there. Then we came up with the idea of running a boot camp mm-hmm. outside, and that was May 2019. SSB was born, um, 50, 60 women running outside on a rugby pitch, doing flipping tires, kettlebell swings, kegs, kegs ropes, yeah, you, name it. you name it, we did it, like yeah, this yeah. Um, So that was for two months, then that ended in at the end of June, yep. and we were like, well, what are we going to do now? We can't just lose this community of people we've built. Uh, what do we do and we kind of noticed there was a need for something to be happening on the gym floor girls didn't know how to train themselves and even guys as well didn't know what to do on the gym floor so that's whenever we came up with the idea of group training and we called it a rise training and the name came from walking up Binion one yeah. day <laughs> the one time we didn't get lost <laughs> the one time we didn't get lost yeah um yeah so then it was born in September, September, yeah, September nineteen, September the, October wasn't it? Yeah, because the end we went on that walk the end of August. Yeah, came up with the whole arise and the ethos and everything. Mm-hmm. Then September we went on holidays. Yep. Um, we went up to we went to Portugal for a week, we and did. and then came back and, and then came back and did it. Yeah, because we had everyone signed up before we went away. We did. We yeah. did. Yeah. Went away for a week and then signed everyone. Yeah, so <laughs> we went away for a week in Portugal and then we started the rise training in the start of October. Yeah. Which is very exciting. So we ran that October to March. We did small group training gym floor. It was all the girls from SSB plus a lot of new people that wanted to learn how to be strong and how to train properly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I suppose gradually as we started to get bigger we started to realise that we needed more space for them and we wanted more for the community in terms of like equipment and mm-hmm. their own sort of space as such. Yeah, because we kind of felt like we outgrew it. Yes. And we could do this ourselves and provide something a little bit different. And what we what we wanted to do, we couldn't do anymore. Yes. Where yeah. we wanted to take it. Yeah. Um, so then we were like, right, well, could we open a gym? We started looking at all the possibilities of it. Um, for us, probably finding the right location was massive. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it had to be right in terms of like park and location, everything that we wanted it to be. Yeah. Um, and those were some hard boxes to find, mm. to tick. <laughs> so then it came about, we'd obviously had like a few weeks, months praying about everything and 
hoping for it all yeah. and sort of looking and trying different avenues but it came from a conversation with a very good friend that led us in the direction of Portadown Golf Club um, yeah. and it was through that connection that we were able to view the old squash courts so it was a separate building at the golf club um, and we went and viewed the squash courts that we're currently sitting in right now um, <laughs> with our two dads yeah. and we just had this knowing and feeling that it was it was right it was the right place um, it was right even though it looked all wrong <laughs> like it was the roof was leaking there was no lighting the electricity didn't work um, it was cold. cold it was damp everything that it is not today yes, is what yeah. it was yeah um, but yeah from the first time we saw it even the shell of the building it was as you say it did feel right there was something it just fitted yeah. what we wanted um, but it took time to like put the plan stuff together and our yeah. dads came up with a plan of what what it could be yeah. but there was always this what if what if the golf club don't accept it there's always like this living in like not necessarily fear I wouldn't say it was fear it was, it was more, like I don't yeah it's not fear I don't know what the word is but it was just we never we never were like could be happy or like be like yes we've got this yeah it was all just that something something is, could is, still is go that, wrong yeah that sense yeah. of unknown of, yeah. of something so as Amy said we designed up the plans between between the two dads the constant measuring and shouting at each other and through viewing with torches and headlights and <laughs> pencils yeah. um and then once we got those plans we then designed up the business plan the yep. financials of it all to see if it would work mm-hmm. we had a help from a very good friend diane who sort of gave us a little bit of advice on different things and we then pre- sort of presented that to the golf club yeah um, our plans and our ideas yeah. yeah so the first night we brought we brought the heavies in we brought our dads in with us um to the committee meeting <laughs> and we brought our plan and i must say like they were so supportive the yeah. golf club committee um yeah. jeff and bill and chris everyone there that was just so supportive of it and loved the plan loved the idea yeah loved the vision like they could see the potential um yeah for like the they didn't really have an idea plan of what they were going to do. Yeah. Like their idea yeah. was maybe to take take the building down. But whenever they saw that we were so keen and so interested, um, they kind of just let us have free reign, which is what we've always been yes. thank- so thankful yeah. for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I suppose once we knew they backed us, that took such a weight off our shoulders, yeah. and we just knew then that we had to find the right people. Well, we kind of had the right people in our two dads, <laughs> yeah. but find a few other right people and make that thing a reality yeah make it work for um us. but then obviously so we were really getting somewhere um in in march we were having some great conversations with the golf club um there was almost an agreement uh settled almost everything sorted but then we global pandemic decided to hit northern <laughs> ireland um and we never thought it would hit northern ireland we thought that was just going to stay in china and never come over here but it did yeah. and uh, we're still suffering from it the whole country's still suffering from it but we rose up didn't we, we? did yeah we did. so uh we sat we sat in ground for how long you me at least eight hours ground coffee shop eight no, hours drink coffee two laptops <laughs> two notebooks <laughs> What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And then we came up with the idea of a rise anywhere. So it was a four-week plan of being able to do it literally anywhere. So if you had equipment or you didn't have equipment at home, it was just something to keep our community going. 
because we didn't know at this stage how long it was going to be mm-hmm. or what was going to happen. Um, so it was a PDF we designed yeah. to be able to email yeah. to anyone who bought it or needed it. Um, and then as the kind of the weeks went on, we were like, this isn't enough. This is going to be mm-hmm. for longer. So then we decided we would launch a virtual gym. Yeah. And that dreaded word, Zoom, <laughs> was uh, used <laughs> a lot. <laughs> a lot. A so lot. we com- converted our garages, went to Halford, bought the matting for the floor. Yeah. Um, and we had enough equipment from what we had bought we before. We did, uh, SSB, SSB and the group training. And, yeah. So we were able to split that between us. Um, to train not only ourselves but to be able to serve the whole community yeah. through the platform of Zoom and we did like 15-20 classes between the two of us yeah. every week um, and it was so good to see that people were still able to train in the way they had before mm-hmm. and like just the benefits that they got out of it like in terms of mental health and like, physically as well yeah. um, and we had people all over like we had people from Scotland and England yeah. and down south and all over Northern Ireland that was taking part in mm-hmm. the Zoom and the virtual gym and then we we knew that this couldn't go on forever. We knew that lockdown was going to ease. We knew people were going to get back to normal. We knew the virtual gym wasn't enough. And we needed to get back on the ball with providing our physical gym, our physical facility for people to go to. Yeah. Um, so we knew we had to get back on the ball with it. So we started up conversations again with the golf club, with solicitors to get the lease rolling yep. to get it all official mm-hmm. um but in the meantime we still had to ensure that our community was being served and that everyone was getting stuff from us so the support from us through uh fitness or through bake-offs on zoom or <laughs> through <laughs> quizzes or whatever it might be yeah um so we still need to do that so was it june we started the ssb again yeah so ssb started up for the second year um different location this time but the same idea and not as many people because of the whole restrictions so we were only able to have six at the first first groups so we had like a number of different groups and so the girls could come along too and this time all they had was a sandbag Mm -hmm. and a broomstick yeah was what what equipment they had so everyone had their own sandbag i don't know how many we filled we spent a day 100 over the summer 100 (laughs) sandbags amy filled them to be fair (laughs) i i went to fill one and there was more sand around, around you. than the back than <laughs> in the back. But um, yeah, SSB was a really good because um, it ran for four months, so it ran the whole way through the summer. Yeah. Right to September, and the only thing that stopped it really was the daylight hours. We ran exactly, a lot of time yeah, at night. Yeah. Um, but as it was going on, we were still working on the dream. Yep. Um, in the background, and it was in May time. No. June. 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 We said to we, at the end of June, we sort of. Oh, we dropped, mentioned it, yes, dropped yeah, it in, dropped it in the conversation, um, dropped it in the conversation <laughs> with everyone, and then it was July twenty seventh that we officially got the lease all agreed, and yep. the Portadown uh, Golf Club, the old squash courts, was officially ours um, to rent, and it was officially ours to do whatever we wanted with to make it into the facility that we needed and the facility that we have today. So. Yeah, it was all summer. We built built the hype. We kept the girls in the loop with everything that was going on. And we just worked extremely hard to keep everyone connected so that when we did finally open the doors, that those people could come in and be part of it. Yeah, I think for us, we've had to adapt because the plan that we had back in March was so different to where we are today. 
yeah. like yes we're still in the building but in March we were like right we're going to do this this and this this is our time scale but no one ever thought there would ever be a pandemic yeah. and it's kind of taught us so much more that we can adapt we always knew we could yeah. but never be able to adapt in the way that we have been able to mm-hmm. um, and it kind of taught us that you know these things happen but you have to use what you're given yeah. Yeah. and as you say be able to rise up and overcome it yeah and I think that's a common theme with everything arise there hasn't been yeah one block of training or one boot camp that there hasn't been obstacles to rise up against so yeah um the pandemic was just another obstacle but yeah. at the same time it was such a blessing to give us that time and to teach us how to adapt even further yeah because we learned a lot like yeah we would never have even used the platform of zoom before for classes but it's something yeah. that we're going to try and use whenever we're open and our studio classes are allowed to happen you know we still want to have that arise anywhere because we believe we can serve so many people and mm-hmm. um, through that and if the girls or guys can't get to the gym that they could still do a class you know at home mm-hmm. if, if childcare is an issue or yeah. just late home from work that they're not gonna miss out so it yeah. has taught us that as well and I suppose the, the biggest lesson for us was that arise was so much more than a gym or so much more than a workout it yeah. was yeah, it we, was the friendships and it was the actual community all through that lock, that big lockdown, yeah. all through the summer. Um, and even now, it's the friendships and it's it's the community that makes this what it is. For sure. Um, yeah. It wouldn't matter what type of workout <laughs> we give the girls, it's them coming in and shouting at each other and you hoeing and yeah. having the crack. Yeah, the building was just like the icing on the cake. Yeah, really. it was, yeah. So there you have it. That is part one of how the dream came true. A little short episode just to give you a little bit of context before we get into the big topics of how we've actually built the gym because there's a lot of details there. Obviously, my building skills um, are going to be highlighted and uh, <laughs> um, then we're also going to share of how we are living the dream. What happened on the 1st of August 2020? We marched in through the doors. <laughs> <laughs> Battered our way through the door. <laughs> yeah, so the first week um, in August, we did a real good uh, clear out. Um, there was a lot that needed to be just got rid of. Yep. And to, just to make space um, for what we wanted to do. Um, then we got like everything marked out in terms of like where the wall was going, where the stairs and stuff were going. Like, yep. We really brought the plans kind of to life with markings and stuff on yes. the wall um, and then kind of put together a plan of what we were going to do over the next couple of months like how everything was going to come together and yeah. that was basically our dads they did that kind of we just were told what to do and yeah. <laughs> lift that shift that, that shift that carry that in yeah I suppose the biggest job like the first job we did was um, taking the wall down mm-hmm. so the gym floor the two squash courts there was a wall in between so we had to take it down and I think there is a photo of like the first time you can see right through a little hole, yeah. a little hole and there's just this light coming through yeah it's like just it's a bit <laughs> it's a bit scary I, now. Re- I remember you sending me that picture because your dad said oh, I'll start this tomorrow we had just finished like doing a wee bit of clear out and your dad was like I'll start this tomorrow and then that night your dad got too excited so he's like no 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 I want to start now <laughs> yeah <laughs> so went down and he sent me a picture <laughs> yeah yeah because it was about eight o'clock at night and the little hole was maze mm-hmm. to start with um yeah. so the wall came down we had put a hole in the wall downstairs three meters wide yeah and nine foot high yeah that was a lot of blocks to carry out yeah shifting so um i learned 
um, we're going to go through this podcast. I'm going to tell you what I learned at this point. So I learned actually how to wheel a wheelbarrow up into a trailer. <laughs> we also got asked uh, about five times, maybe more, do you not get someone else to carry those blocks out for you? And we were like, no, costs too much money to get someone in. <laughs> so we did ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the next job, well, then we had to wait for a while because we had to wait. We were getting steel beams. Yes, we had the steel beams ordered and they came... They were the just quite ready. Fifth yeah. of August. Yeah. In the meantime, we were able to like uh, we started on the change rooms. Yeah. Clearing them out. Clearing them out. Uh, basically, just gutted them. Yeah. And then started like put them back together. Um, yeah. And then in the meantime, the golf club they were sorting out the roof and fixing yeah. it. And then they came to the agreement that they would put a new roof on. Yeah. So that, that took a bit all, of time yeah but then we got that delivery the best delivery i think there's ever yeah, been of the beams <laughs> of the beams <laughs> uh of course our dad's right as soon as yes. we got them lifted off measuring them making sure they were right make sure they were right um we phil was out <laughs> he was out yeah got him a chinese keep him happy yeah um but like we're not just talking like a little like beam these beams were like half a ton each yeah so like it was physically impossible to there lift them four of them and then there was one smaller beam yeah so they all had to be got into the building and then set into place mm-hmm. um, that was a big day as well whenever they went in because yeah. then you could actually now see what another floor would be like yeah um, so our one dad Ivan my dad was cranking them up oh yeah it? yeah and then dad was sliding <laughs> them into place yeah. team effort team effort team effort by all yeah um, so the beams went in that was a that was a massive day um, and I think that was for us like like I that was such a big day because all, all through lockdown we kept saying like that's a beam paid for it that's a beam paid for it right we've got that covered we've got another beam paid for it Do you know we were ticking off the beams every yeah. time we got paid yeah, yeah almost um so the beams were in then that was when we had to put in the second floor so that's when all the that's when all the ceiling joists came yeah um, all the floor and came there was a lot of deliveries a lot, <laughs> a lot of deliveries, deliveries a lot yeah. of walking in and out we it? also lost wood for a while it was in Newry and then we couldn't get it from Newry oh yeah. Yeah. yeah but then we eventually got it yeah yeah um, so that was and carried them all in I think like for people walking in we obviously are going to put a second floor in but it wasn't until they saw the beams go in and then the floor go in they actually realised, oh, actually, do you know what? These girls are actually serious. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're, they're willing to invest a lot of money in it and they're willing to make this work. Yeah. was a big thing because you notice whenever people were walking through the door, like, the look on their face yeah. was like, oh, right, I understand now. Yeah. Like, we could always see it, we could always visualise it, but for most people, they couldn't, they, they didn't couldn't, grasp no, it. No, no. Um, so, yeah, whenever all the... Half the floor went in upstairs yeah. um, and then the first time we were able to walk on it, yeah. It was a class feeling as well. Bit scary, climbing up the ladder <laughs> to then walk on it. Yeah. And then the next job was then to take the other half of the wall down. Yep. Um, so the studio could all become one as well. And that was actually a big a big thing because we, were, we weren't sure if that wall was a load-bearing wall yet. Mm-hmm. We had... So dad had done the, my dad had done the calculations for it being a load-bearing wall of the building. Yep. And your dad had like made sure not to cut too much out of it. At because if, time, it, yeah. if it was a load yeah. burn, then well, we were in trouble. The whole place would fall <laughs> down. Um, but thankfully, when your dad got up, had a look, it wasn't a load burn. So that actually was such a blessing for it not being a load burn wall. Yeah. Because we were able to get a wee bit extra out. Yeah. And I think also for us, because we never knew, like you could draw it out on the floor and like walk through it. Yes. 
in terms of the size of the studio, but we never knew like how it would work as a studio. Because yeah. yeah. obviously working in other gyms, the types of studios that we've come from, we've taken like a little bit of everything and put it into one. Yeah. But we weren't sure if we were gonna have that at the end. So yeah, just even like to stand like, in the shell yeah. and see the space and be like, do you know what, this actually will work. Yeah. It was yeah. kinda like a sense of relief. Yeah, it was definitely when um, we saw the space. For that. Yeah. Yeah. So floor went in the hole the hole in the wall upstairs came out. Again that was another big day of shifting blocks, sliding it down a chute <laughs> near killing Amy's mum at one stage. <laughs> Um, so we got the wall removed, we got the floor down all upstairs, and then we found a wee man to do the stairs. Yeah. He came in one day, and the next day we had the stairs in. We did. That was, yeah, that <laughs> joined both bits together. Yes. No more run up and down ladders. Yeah. yeah, which was brilliant. So we got the stairs in, and once we got that in, that was a lot of the dirty work done. The biggest, the biggest thing was getting the dirty work done, and that was yeah. kind of like, what, mid-September? Yeah, it probably was, yeah. yeah. Then they start to actually put the finishing touches together. So, like, the paint the and paint. all that. So, the paint. The paint. Gemma, how much paint went over <laughs> you and how much paint went on the walls? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I turned around, Gemma was covered in white paint. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, but we uh, made a great friend in Haldane Fisher. We did. Mark, we did. Yeah. Mark, what a legend. He sold us over 5,000 <laughs> litres of paint. We should have just ordered a uh, thing off him, a pallet yeah, of paint, yeah. um, in hindsight. But he saw us every other day. He's probably <laughs> our, he's probably in our bubble. We saw him that much. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, so we have over 5,000 litres of paint. Yeah, a lot of it is white paint. Yeah, between the two of us, we had a few wee helpers in, helping we paint did. a few walls. Yeah. Um, then, obviously, the ceilings was a big thing as well, getting the ceilings painted and mm-hmm. filled in. Then and we also had to get an electrician. Yes. So we had to re- rewire the whole building. That was frustrating because we had to wait for him. Yeah. Just with, he had loads on. Um, we didn't have lights at this point. We had no light in the building. We had one plug socket to run everything off. Um, and so one the big day, light. And one big light. So the day that he'd rocked up was a, a big day. And yeah. the day we could turn our lights on. Yeah, that was class. <laughs> yeah. It was quite good as well. Um, so that was like the last massive job was to get him sorted. Yep. Um, and then from there we were able to crack on with everything else. Yeah. Um, because we got uh, we carpeted upstairs. Henry Abraham, legend, mm-hmm. sorted us with carpet tiles. Um, we became carpet fitters. For we two became days. carpet fitters for two days. I think I gave up after day one because I was like <laughs> so sick of them. Um, but a wee bit of bag of popcorn, I was all right. Uh, but. <laughs> We were actually, like, in the whole building process, we were so resourceful of certain things. Yeah. Um, I think with us ha- being on such a tight budget and, like, not that it has a super tight budget, but having a budget and then being resourceful from that. So, the like, carpet tiles, we were able to save a little bit of money mm-hmm. by doing a little bit of a different idea with them. Yeah. <coughs> not your standard all one colour. We went with a little bit something unique. Yeah. And um, it works for us. They're soft in our hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and we were quite resourceful with how we got different things in terms of like equipment or like knowing people to do jobs for us and um, having all the helpers in to help and then ourselves doing a bulk of it as well. Yeah, I think it was a big thing, the fact that we could get our families and we'll yeah. always be so grateful for them. Yeah. They're doing so much for us. Um, 
like your dad was over every night after he had finished his day's work my dad was here night and day yeah and like our mums and friends were yeah. here as much as they possibly could be and it was without them we wouldn't be sitting here today we would still be painting <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we would still uh, sandpapering down walls yeah so thankful for everyone who came along to actually help us um for sure and then it was kind of like the last two weeks so that would have been the last two weeks of October uh-huh. it really all came together yeah um, it was a big push we got the gym equipment we got it installed everything kind of started to arrive in October yeah. we were quite fortunate like a lot of people have asked how we got our gym equipment because obviously gym equipment was like scarce with yeah. the whole lockdown yeah. um, but Amy and I both had we had both agreed our black box stuff quite early on sort of was a Probably about March time. March, April time. Just at the very start yeah. of the pandemic. We confirmed it. We confirmed that we wanted it without having a building. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we kind of knew what we needed in terms of our studio equipment and stuff. So we were able to uh, source it quite well. Yeah. And contacted many companies. Um, and we got it just as you say, at the right time yeah. um, for fitting everything. Um, but here... If someone was to walk in today, what would they see? Obviously, like, six months ago, they would have saw a very dark, cold, wet building. Um, but now, what do they see when they walk in? So, first of all, we've got our reception. Um, nice, bright, open, friendly place to welcome people um, is what we wanted. Make sure there's always someone at the desk to welcome them. If they're coming to find out information, like, it's all there for you. It's easy. It's accessible. Um brilliant app website all just works it's so handy you can sign up from home or you can come in and sign up we'll get you sorted it's just it just works and it's, it's nice it's, and it's just simple nice and simple and then you've got a choice you're either going to the gym floor or you're going upstairs to the studio gym floor it's clean it's let out everyone can train in their own squat rack their own little bubble you've got all your own equipment and whenever you're coming for your individual training you know you're not having to share anything mm. with anyone and especially at this time you know you need to feel safe and that's one thing that we've learned in the first four weeks of being open that the girls do feel safe and yeah. they're they're happy they want to come back they're booking in every week and that's all we want is yeah. a safe clean environment for people to train in um, and then upstairs in our studio it hasn't been used to its full potential yet because we haven't been able to run our group exercise classes but at the minute we have it set up in little training pods so everyone's got a bike pump set um, a step and the workouts are written on the board and you can come in and just work away yourselves but we know eventually whenever group exercise goes back that the place will be absolutely bouncing yeah it'll be unreal we um, might need to get another few layers of the floor so we don't all come through it at some point <laughs> um, but yeah so it just looks so I think the big thing that everyone's been saying the past few weeks is clean fresh yeah and simple like yeah. everything's just simple the stations are set up really simply like it's just easy to use easy to walk around and everyone's loving it mm-hmm. um and i think like when everything does go back to normal and we hope and pray that it does very very soon um as you say the place will just be absolutely buzzing yeah, no, yeah. Sure. and the pandemic in a way has um adapted our business like there's certain things like the individual training pods and like buying a little bit more equipment for downstairs and making sure the space is very it flows very well and that people are able to come in and train themselves if they want to yeah or if they're in the same bubble that they can they can train together if they want to as well so it's 
it's actually made, made our business a wee bit better planning it through a pandemic in terms of our layout and what we have yeah we've had to think about different things things yeah. that we never probably would have thought of before or how it could work and um, it's made it a, a lot thing. better yeah yeah yeah. yeah. So as Amy says, like you come in, you can sign up at home or you can sign up here. Um, and at the minute it's all individual training. So you just choose your location of your individual training, whether it's the gym or the studio. Um, but I can guarantee you that wherever you go, there'll still be great tunes on and there'll still be a bit of crack between everyone. Um, but when it goes all back to normal, we are going to have a f- packed group exercise timetable mm-hmm. um up to 30 classes a week on offer yeah isn't it yeah um myself you amy, amy oliver and lynn. and lynn lynn morgan will be teaching from our little stage um and then we'll have our small group training starting back hopefully as well on the gym floor um which will be incredible to do the small group training on the, our gym floor yeah it'll be an cre- incredible feeling um but here it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a rise without some obstacles, eh? No, definitely so, not. Definitely not. Since, if, if you've known us and if you've been on the journey with us, you know that we had had many obstacles and many, many sort of fires to put out between May 19 to March 2020. And that was without a pandemic. <laughs> we had many an obstacle to overcome. We had many a hoop to jump through. Um, but every single time the right people were put in front of us, uh, the right things came about, the right opportunities came about, and our plans always seemed to work out because we had the faith and we had the trust that it was all going to be okay. But March 2020 till now, it's been a different sort of level of obstacles and hoops. Obviously, we are taking bigger risks, so there obviously comes then the bigger, bigger obstacles. Ones, yeah. Um, do you want to go through... Uh, yeah, so a couple of them. The, probably <laughs> the first one was um, the whole finance side of things. Um, in March, we had a plan of, right, we're going to go to the bank and open a business loan, get the money that we needed. Um, we had obviously been saving for a long time, but we just needed that little bit extra. Pandemic hit. We, I think, had a bank appointment booked. We did go, that week. Yeah, that yeah. week. And it was cancelled. And we're like, no, we're not taking on any business accounts. None of that. So... That was kind of a bit like, okay, so what are we going to do now? Yeah. Obviously, our income, as in personal training, personally had been affected. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't really know what we were going to do then, but we still knew that this was something that we had to do and we had to pursue as a gym. And we just kept the faith and we were like, right, okay, well, the money will always turn up. It's always turned up before, so that's the kind of attitude we went with. Not in a way of being stupid and like while spending, we were very cautious with the money that we had and we mm-hmm. made sure we spent it well and we looked for the better days as you've already said about the equipment and just being smart mm-hmm. and not getting ourselves in debt that it's going to take us a lifetime to get paid back exactly you yeah. know we didn't want to take that risk yeah so finance was probably a big obstacle for us to overcome but probably now we're sitting pretty much bills mostly all paid near enough yeah <laughs> okay a bit of money we owe to the bank but in terms of starting 2020, 2021, sorry, is looking positive. I know we're still in the middle of a pandemic, but to do what we've done with very little yeah. financial support, it, it just yeah. proves that if you're smart about how you spend your money and your wise, you can do it. Yeah. So the future does look bright. Like. In a way, it was almost like, you know, that parable of the five loaves and two fish and all of a sudden 5,000 people were yeah. fed out of it. And yeah. in a way, that was kind of how this came about. And... Um, the finance for Amy and I are two people that we just know that the right amount of money will come at the right time yeah. and the bills will be paid at the right time 
and everything will be covered and we just have that trust and we are wise with <clears throat> how we plan everything out um so yeah so that was the biggest probably obviously and it probably is still a wee bit ongoing in terms of because of the support the lack of support we have a wee bit from the government mm. and then it's kind of the just, unknown you don't know really yeah, know what's it's happening just that unknown. yeah 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 it's a frustrating and um, so we're kind of going month to month but we're thankful for the the wisdom that we have and what we've learned yeah. um, over the last few months um and then another big obstacle and i suppose it was kind of like getting the right people for the right jobs so you kind of mentioned it before there was a wee bit of delay getting some people mm-hmm. when we were thinking of what jobs needed done we were kind of like oh flip who could we get like how much is that going to cost yeah is yeah. that in our budget is that the right person will they be able to do them fine uh, yeah well, yeah so that was kind of an obstacle and kind of something that we just had to lean in and trust that it was the right people were going to come along and that the right people were going to do it in the right time yeah um and we were very thankful that that paid off mm. and all the wee stressy nights that <laughs> didn't, need, didn't need to no be stressed nights um yeah. so that was also number two was uh the the people the right people the right time um and getting stuff to, getting jobs done and then number three number three is quite a big one <laughs> Not in terms of like just the gym, but in life in general. So number yeah. three was um, the lovely little van that hit us and pushed us across the road and then hit us with another car in front. But yeah, uh, it was, so we were in quite a bad car accident. Um, and put it into context, we were going to get paint um, for the beams. We were also in a bit of a shock because the amount of money we had spent on the paint. And we were so scared of telling Amy's dad <laughs> the amount we had spent on the paint. We're not talking your wee twenty pound pin. We're talking mega bucks here. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so we, we were on our way back from getting paint, bringing it back to the gym, um, and a van hit Gem's car from behind and pushed us across the road into the oncoming traffic um, where we were hit head-on by, a, basically, a Land Rover and pushed back up the road again. Um, thankfully, we walked away with just concussion and a torn calf. Um, we were told, like, we could have been killed mm. by so many people. Um, and it was kind of a wake-up call for us um, as two individuals but also as like a business of a business in terms of a gym but the community that we have like mm. we were sitting on the side of the road in agony and so many people we know were missing because they had seen it and they were like girls are you okay we had randomers come over and actually stop and pray with us yeah um who didn't know us at all or knew we had a faith and or knew what we were doing yeah. because like the prayer that was said over us was you have spared these girls for the bigger purpose that's ahead of them. Yeah. Like, she didn't know when she... Well, I actually I actually thought it was a ghost. I didn't even believe it was her. But then I was so out of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, and, like, just even from, like, the paramedics couldn't have done enough for us. Like, and just the, the community that was there, like, the people from the golf club, like, the guy from the bar, like, Bill was there in no time. Like, the captain, the, the captain club, of the like, club. Was like, there. We didn't know these people. We hadn't really been working on the building long. They didn't really know us, but like just the, the sense of family and friendship that was there as we were in our hour of need, and it was an hour of need. Like we, mm. we were, we were in bits. Yeah, <laughs> you know, all we were worried about was the paint. <laughs> the paint was up the road, <laughs> and all over the road. But like, yeah. I think from that point on, we knew that we always knew that we were going to do this, but we never had 
fully committed maybe is the right word I don't really know but from that point we knew that this was right and the people that were in our corner came out and Sean at that time because that night we were meant to have boot camp and I remember Zoe wrote a message in the group chat (laughs) saying the girls couldn't make it and then whenever they found out why we couldn't make it like the support was yeah it was was unbelievable like I don't really know what to say because no because it was like even though like for us that could have been the point that both of us literally could have had packed it in because we wouldn't be here and the whole thing would have just fallen apart yeah it could have been the point where one of us or both of us could have been drastically injured Mm -hmm. that we couldn't fulfill this purpose and it could have been the point that (laughs) both of us could have just been like i'm not doing this anymore because it was almost like the tip of the iceberg in terms of the obstacles in terms of the opposition against us for mm. doing this purpose and to open the facility because we were so close like, so close we obviously like we were a lot in terms of the building we were we were still so far away but we were so close to having our dream to opening our dream and to knowing what our dream stands for and it, it, if you know us it's it's more than a building it's more than a gym yeah it's so much more but for that to be taken away from us that was the day that it basically could have all came crashing around us yeah so it yeah which is the scary thing. Uh, yeah, back. it is really scary. <laughs> <laughs> but it kind of made us appreciate everything so much more and it gave us yeah. that drive again because I think we had not lost it, but we'd lost heart because everything we went to do, there was like, there, there was always was an always, obstacle. There was always something. Whereas yeah. whenever that happened, you were kind of like waking up and being like, do you know what? You're so fortunate of what we have. We can't, we can't not yeah. do this now. And who we have in our corner as well. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah. I accident. must say that the one thing I am most thankful for is going to the toilet because <laughs> I had a serious issue in the hospital and I had a serious thing incident but you know what if you're in person and you want to know more about our hospital experience um please do come and ask but even the fact whenever we got the hospital I the, the rise people that have done a rise yeah, was looking after was us looking after us <laughs> yeah I'm yeah like it's crazy um the yeah. connections and so the accident obviously was a big big obstacle and we thought right if we've overcome that you know everything's going to go smoothly but the next two months was still hard we still had we still had the opposition of maybe people questioning what we were doing we still had disbelief i suppose from some people we were still maybe fighting against um some people not wanting us to follow through yeah i think the the world had kind of started to go back to normal yeah and we frustration for us was we couldn't open our gym because it wasn't ready yeah. whereas other gyms could open um but we couldn't and people started to doubt like was it going to happen you know what was it going to be like oh i don't know yeah. and there was all this and then you hear all this and it starts to go round and round more in your mind and you start to start to believe it yourself which you yeah. shouldn't yeah and it, it's hard and doubt to. yeah what was happening and doubt would we ever actually get open yeah um and i suppose the final obstacle was the actual door (laughs) the building was pretty much complete um everything that needed to be done was done but yet we didn't have a door due to a number of different things but it was like the final bit the thing that people the thing that people don't even wouldn't even think of yeah but it's the most important thing it keeps the building secure keeps it safe it's the thing that everyone uses to come into it it wasn't attached it wasn't there it wasn't in stock um but until 
it was there then we could say yeah. it was complete yeah and literally three days before we opened we opened so we were meant we were going to open on monday and we just backed we just said no we're opening if we have to sleep in the building <coughs> yeah first monday in november was that was yeah, it the first second, of november? second november we were like we were we'll gonna sleep. we're gonna open we'll sleep in the building yeah should that door not be on we'll park the cars in front of the door <laughs> three days before there it was it arrived yeah and that was like such a big obstacle to get over but it was a nice obstacle whenever we got over it yeah. the feeling of it yeah and the next time you walk through that door appreciate, you'll appreciate, appreciate that it door. <laughs> um so so that's literally how we built the dream there is a lot more detail in that that's only like 25 minutes of us taking out the investments um there is a lot more detail there's a lot more stories there's loads of photos and videos and we have a little slideshow ongoing in our gym if you ever take a time out just to watch it and see the transformation um and yeah we've overcome some big big obstacles over the last few months and i suppose this is our opportunity now just to say thank you to everyone who stuck by us to everyone that backed us to everyone that believes in us all all the time and still does and for our families i think uh, the big thing was that this building and this facility was built by our family which is really nice yeah um, and having that connection with it um and i think our dads are long lost buddies i think they are <laughs> yeah i think They're it's nice the fact life. that our families have built it it feels like a family and it's built for people who want to be part of our family of, yeah is a yeah. good thing yeah it so kind of connects one. it all together. So that is uh, part two. Um, part three will be coming out um, very soon. We're going to be chatting about um, how we're actually living the dream and what's on offer and what's coming up for Rise Fitness. There's lots of plans in place. So stay tuned for it. I hope you enjoy part two. And again, if you have any questions or if you want to chat more about it, just come grab us anytime you're in the gym. Yeah. yeah. Um, but take care and have a great day.